Hello, everybody. Welcome back with another episode of the Wild Cabin Podcast. We're going to get into something. We're, we're going to get into a deep topic. And I brought in a special guest, as I promised on season three. I brought in the lovely Monica. She, uh, she is a very important part of the community. And truly, wholeheartedly, if she was not here supporting me at the beginning, I may not have been doing this or Twitch or YouTube at all. At all. So please introduce yourself. What do you do and who are you? Hey there, my name is Monica. I am, uh, I'm currently a college student studying computer information systems, but I also love having the opportunity to uh, support smaller creators and being able to uh, support anyone in any way that I possibly can. She has one of the biggest hearts I personally know of. And uh, when she joined my community, what would you say about maybe two years ago? Uh, it was actually in in uh July. Jesus, like, <laughs> I have no idea. Really? It, uh, the uh, it was. I think the uh 3D All Stars collection had just stopped selling. Oh, okay. And Jeez. I was looking for Sunshine players on Twitch, and you had come up. Unfortunately, I've I've come up. Wow. Oh. Wow. Shut it. No. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it's been shorter than I thought, but wow. But uh, truly wholeheartedly, uh, we have pretty much kept in contact on and off because our busy schedule. And uh, you could say, honestly, I basically surprised you with this episode, didn't I? Oh, yeah. I, I base. Go ahead. Go ahead. It, uh, I got the message saying, uh, uh, are you free now? Mm -hmm. uh, as of right now, 12 minutes ago, and here we are getting uh, recording. <laughs> yep, pr pr pretty much. Be like, hey, uh, do you have a topic in mind? And you said, I put you on the spot. And then I'm just like, what? how could I torture her quicker? And I'm just like, okay, okay. Uh, you're going to be on the podcast now. And I'm just like, okay. But I feel like personally, wholeheartedly, I admire your journey. Um, if you want to explain a little bit, uh, how are you in the LGBTQ community plus community? Excuse me. Yeah, so uh, I identify as a transgender lesbian. I came out as transgender in prob I think it was April of 2019, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, it was April of 2019, um, and, uh, don't be shy, it's okay, okay. Uh, and one of the obstacles that I was coming over when I was identifying as transgender was figuring out my sexuality as a result of it. Mm -hmm. Was I straight? Because I knew I was into girls, mm -hmm. but I didn't know if that meant I was straight because I was uh, I was born male at birth or if it meant that I was a lesbian because I identify as a woman. Exactly. And that process took probably close to six months at the very least alone. And in, in the uh, LGBT community that's 
that can be considered a bit on the quicker side to be perfectly honest oh i was just gonna say i think that's super quick i i i think that's super quick and it takes some people years to figure it out and you know what what really made you decide like i so you had a sexuality toward women but the hard part was are you are you a female inside was that really the problem uh yes i would definitely agree with that um i uh i identified as a crossdresser mm -hmm. uh in probably 2013 or so wow so still although, pretty young although that being said that was a uh, that was before I knew the uh, terminology. I didn't figure out that term until probably 2016 or 17. Wow, so three, four years later. Wow. If you don't mind me asking, where'd you get the other clothing from? Yeah, so it started off, and I feel like I'm going to call out a lot of transgender women, but that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. uh, I started... Uh, borrowing my sister's clothes behind her back. Oh, perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, and I often got caught by my parents about me having my sister's clothes. Damn, both and, parents. Yes. Damn. And I would oftentimes have to come up with excuses. <laughs> What's the excuse that fell on you? Yeah. <laughs> And by by all means, I admire you, but but I'm very curious with the excuses. Be like, they fell from the sky and they're on me now. <laughs> In my defense, quite frankly, I was I was um I had um. So when you put it like that <laughs> yeah i'm like what what uh, kind of excuse could you possibly have and i'm like it had to be a good one or at that time maybe you were young and your parents like like thought oh it's an experimental phase maybe yeah so i frequently caught myself saying oh i just want to see how it would look on me if i held it up to me oh okay okay i don't think they bought that for a second but no. said whatever yeah but but you were like i said you were young you were young so uh i mean maybe maybe they're like oh okay but go on uh, it wasn't until again 2016 2017 that i had asked my parents if i could get some some women's clothes of my own so at this point this is damn like four or five years okay like i'm gonna i'm gonna pause right there i give holy hell you like you just basically just walked up to him and you're like hey look can i just have some woman's clothes of my own i don't want to hide myself like is that what you're telling me yes okay i give you so much respect for that wholeheartedly i i was gonna say damn you have balls but i, I mean i don't think that joke works there but i, I give you a pair to you yeah i mean i i give you so much more respect because i i didn't know that by the way if you are just listening 
I, I count Monica as a dear friend of mine, but a lot of stuff I didn't know that that I, I you have so much more of respect because you basically just said, fuck it. I'm not hiding myself. You know, I want to talk to my parents. Hey, can I have some female clothing of my own? A lot of people would hide hide themselves or be ashamed. But you, you're just like, oh, fuck it. I, I, I want to do this. I give you respect. But please, please do continue. Well, again, this is over the span of four to five years. So I'm having a hard time hiding it when I've been caught multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah, I got you. I've tried hiding clothes in every place whatsoever and uh, didn't work out well. <laughs> <laughs> Where was your best place of hiding, if you don't mind me asking? I've hidden it uh, under my bed. I've hidden it oh, uh, in a drawer in my desk. I've hidden Man. some, like, in my closets. In, Not uh, very good hiding spot. Okay, I, I was all. young, in your words. Y you were, but damn, like... So, at this point, uh, I, I grew up in a very small town. I had a very strict father who was very abusive. Did, did you have any problems like that because my my parents still don't they're still concerned about the lgbtq uh were your parents accepting were they abusive if you don't mind me asking like what was the process for you or since you were so direct they're just like oh you know uh monica basically said they wanted female clothing i'm like we we gotta accept it or we don't what what did you feel like in that scenario so uh, I was hoping that, obviously I wasn't expecting an immediate, uh, response like, yeah, we can go get clothes right now. Yeah, let's all go to Victoria's Secret, hell yeah. <laughs> First off, because it was, like, 8.30, 9pm, and, like, my parents were getting ready for bed. I have an Got uncanny it. ability to get them when they're about to go to sleep. Smart, fucking smart. Take notes, kids. Take notes. Or adults. Um... Take notes. Get, get your parents while they're... While they're tired. Cool. Got it. And so I I talked to them and they said we should probably get you in to see a therapist first before oh, we make any decisions. That's the fucking worst. Because I, I, I've been I've been in the therapist route for many things. It just makes you feel like shit, something's wrong with you. <laughs> like, hey, we gotta go we gotta go get help. At least that was my opinion. How'd you feel about that? So my therapist at the my therapist at the time was fairly understanding. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you could tell that he was struggling. Oh wow! Okay. But he was sort of paid to understand it, so he just went with it. Yeah, I mean, what could they really say? Be like, you know, this isn't normal. Back in the day, they they would tell you, oh, that's that's deranged or that's wrong but now yeah. do you think this i know this may sound silly but in your views do you think parents have become more understanding with their children being gay or transgender in your opinion not like saying like every family but do you think it's more accepting now or do you think the older generation still doesn't comprehend that so I uh I think that uh older generations have gotten a bit have definitely gotten better. Mm -hmm. I 
don't want to say that it's all the way there, though. Oh, I, I would never say it's all the way there. Absolutely um, not. Like, the... It mostly comes down to how they themselves were raised. Absolutely. I, I, think, um, I think you hit the nail right on the head right there. So, my parents were raised fairly Christian, mm -hmm. and... Uh, but did but weren't necessarily as much of Bible thumper doesn't feel like the right word, but I got you for lack of, for lack of a better word. Okay. Uh, like they didn't live by the Bible as much as some other people. Okay, but that that's the route that they want to live to yeah. a certain extent. Got it. So, a lot of a lot of parents who have issues understanding. Uh, uh, like LGBTQ plus rights. Mm -hmm. Uh, typically, uh, stems from from uh religious contexts. Oh, absolutely. I think so too. A thousand percent. Uh, the Bible has mistranslations of saying, "Uh, man shall not sleep with man," saying that, "Uh." trans is wrong and whatnot mm -hmm. and it comes down to a matter of perspective how much do you follow the do you treat the uh bible as a guideline or as a rule book exactly or do you or do you even have religious beliefs Exactly. You know, some people just say they're Christian and they do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, now, are you are you ready for a hard hitting question? Yes. I love I love that side. Be like, <gasps> uh, I've talked about this many times in the podcast, and some people don't still don't quite understand it. I'm getting emails about it still this problem, and I I wanted another head in the game. You know. We come from two different mindsets, and, you know, you, you're one of the best people that I'm like, oh, I, I could ask this question. Uh, I believe love is love via man, man, woman, woman, man, woman, woman, man, uh, and everything in between. I, I don't comprehend why people are still shitting on other people on whom they love. Okay, I, I feel like the strict thing is just it's human with human. You know that uh, with human and dogs, it's it's a different love in that way. But love is love. I think there's certain levels. But what do you have to say to that? You know, I I, I well, would assume that you agree love is love. But how do you? How, what do you, in your mind when you hear that? What do you think? You know, what, what is your love when when somebody says love is love? What do you say to that? Except you agree. Yeah, so, uh, wow. No, um, it's a hard-hitting question. That's why I've talked about it before. Yeah, so, love is love. I feel like the main issue with that mm -hmm. is that it's often looked at from, uh, from a, a sexuality standpoint. Elaborate more so people understand. So we often 
at least nowadays, we hear more about uh, woman woman and woman relationships, male and male relationships, male and female relationships. Mm -hmm. That's more like gender oriented. Absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. The issues that I see a lot, I see people run into a lot in a movie that I recently watched, fairly recently, uh, should have watched it earlier, but The Hate You Give mm -hmm. also highlights this. Uh, but interracial relationships also seem to have a bit of an issue with that and seems to be uh, seems to be missed out whenever people say love is love. Really? Okay. I Truly, I, I didn't even think of that. I, 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 I thought that more as the racist card, where two races should not intertwine. You know, I, 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 find, I find that very interesting that you say that because the, for me, that sort of slipped my mind where I don't, I, like, it sounds corny as fuck, but I just don't see color anymore. I really, yeah. I really don't. <laughs> um, like, because for me, I don't, like, excuse my language, but this is such a heartfelt topic. I don't give a fuck if you're white, purple, black, pink, or almond. You know, if you have my respect, you have my respect. I, I don't truly think race uh, defines the person. It's how you get treated and how you want to be treated. You know, that that's I think that's why I've been so open in the community where I'm just like, look, I don't give you give a shit if you're straight, bi, lesbian, trans, whatever the factor may be. You know, if you're nice to me, I want to be nice to you. That, that's just how I am. But I... In my understanding, I don't think a lot of people are still like that, if I'm going to be honest. My my father definitely is sure as hell is still in, like, the 70s or 60s when he grew up. And that's why he doesn't comprehend, you know, the, the community, the LGBT. Like, he's still one of those old-timey farts you know, <laughs> where he's just like, I don't give a shit, you know? And I'm like, that it, it was such a big thing in the household. Uh, but it, it's it's hard. But also, I grew up in a small town. We had one African American in my whole school, one African American, and for four years straight, we had one African American. Then, at the end of high school, when I moved back, we had a total of five African Americans. How crazy is that? Yeah, I. I understand what you're saying by that. Uh, my uh, my elementary middle school, mm -hmm. by where I'm from, it's a city of maybe like I don't think it's more than like twenty thousand people. Okay, so so we were almost in the same boat. Mine was like twelve thousand at the time. I could look it up, but I'm not. Going no, to. no, no. I no, think it was fine. about like twenty thousand or something like that. Anyway, uh. Uh, the elementary middle school that I went to uh, consisted uh, there was maybe about 300 people mm -hmm. across kindergarten to 8th grade maybe even pre-k to 8th and mm -hmm. including staff damn so it was small holy shit wow my graduating class had uh I think it was like twenty five people. Mm-hmm. That's insane. One Mexican, 
one African American, twenty three whites. Wow. No Asians at all? No. Wow. We 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 had one and and a uh, one that I remember and I want to give a special shout out to Matthew Guzzo. That 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 he was such a nice guy. Uh you know, I, I wish him well. And I, I put my my shoes in their top it uh my feet in their shoes because I I highly, highly believe it must have been fucking hard for them. Being the only African American, being one of the only Asians, and I, I it had to be hard because you're in a you're in a swamp with with fucking I was gonna say fish, but I, I, that analogy is piss. But I mean, uh, it had to be hard. Oh yeah, I can I can imagine how being one of two people in a minority. Exactly. Like within a class or mm-hmm. uh, oh, I can see how that'd be really difficult and in a lot of uh, cases. Yeah. And you know how how I put it is you know, you take that same putting your foot in somebody else's shoes and then you put back because you know we uh, i was more of the generation where a lot of more people were coming out because more celebrities became in the lgbtq community so it became more all right and accepted and you know for the people that are hiding you know their sexuality or figuring it out as they go for me i i want to say it's completely natural you know you gotta go through the phases you gotta understand yourself. No, it could take years, it could take months, but it's a decision that only ultimately you can make and you gotta stick by that. What do you have to say to those people that, you know, maybe they don't fully understand themselves or they have questions, maybe they feel bad about themselves, uh, you know, maybe being a cross-dresser or, or anything out there. What, what would you have to say? So, what I have to say to that is, at least coming from a transgender perspective, mm-hmm. my first sign that I was transgender was when I was about eight years old. Damn. Holy now, hell. that being said, that was me as basically a little kid just being playful, playing with uh, their uh, sister who was their uh, little sister. Exactly. Just yeah. trying to make them happy. Yeah, it makes sense. Um. And I turned 19 about half a month ago. Congratulations. And I am... I still am not entirely 100% sure how far I want to go in with my transition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been on estrogen for five or six months, I want to say. And hormone blockers on nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is fairly cheap to uh, to uh, experiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get if you were to go to Walmart or uh, another cheap store that typically that will have clothes. You can come out with uh, 
like a feminine appearing outfit mm -hmm. for about fifty dollars. And uh, not knowing from experience, uh, maybe try Amazon because if if you don't like it, you could return it. That's <clears throat> uh, that's uh, somebody told me that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Monica told me before the show, but uh, absolutely. But uh, it, it's it, I I just admire you in so many ways. I, I truly do. I, I truly do because um, you know, going young. I I mean, uh, my parents, my mother at one point thought I was gay because I had uh, Max Steel action figures. <laughs> and you don't know what Max Steel are. Get the hell out of here. There's no way you know what those are. But I used to take the clothes off of them. Uh, okay, I can see where she would think that, though. Yeah, like, I, 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 I was just, I'm a curious person. I'm like, my first question was like, I got a Max Steel. He had like flexing, glowing muscles, which I thought was the shit in like Toys R Us or something. And I got it home one day and I just started ripping the clothes off and I brought the doll or the action figure, there's a difference, to my mom. And I was very young at the time and I, and I asked her, where's this penis? And, and, and she's like, she was baffled by the question. Because if people don't know, this is one of my favorite stories ever. Uh, I w I'm, I'm still a curious guy. When I was probably about six or seven, I got a dictionary. And I looked up the word sex. And at a very young age, I knew what that was. And the definition, I will remember clear as day. Uh, if you don't know, Monica, you could cover your ears. But the, <laughs> but, but the penis is lodged into the vagina. That is the definition at that time in that dictionary. So I was very curious. I'm like, okay, uh, what's the difference between me and a female? Oh, I have a penis. They have a vagina. And I'm, cause for whatever benign reason, I was a very stupid kid at, at a young age. Uh, and I'm like, where's this penis? And it, it just boggled me. I'm like, oh, fuck. I think my son's gay. And immediately... The next week, I was enrolled in baseball. <laughs> and I, I, I mean, I truly think uh, certain parents are afraid of them, their child being gay or their son, you know, being gay and not continuing the lifeline, you know, because I'm, I'm the last uh, wild left, you know, if, if I don't have kids, you know, I'm screwed. But uh, or that's 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 what my dad says. It's just like, well, we don't have a lifeline now. And that puts a lot of pressure on like men, especially. So I, I'm, I'm just curious. Also, on a random note, uh, just showing my stupidity. And I think you'll get a laugh at this. You remember the cartoon Ben 10, right? Yeah. Who doesn't? Uh, the original Omnitrix, uh, which was a toy. The show is about a kid that could transform into 10 different aliens. It was cool as shit. I bought an Omnitrix at like maybe Walmart. I can't remember the store. And I put it on my wrist and I ripped open the packaging at the store and I slammed on Diamond Head. And I really thought I was going to turn into a fucking alien, by the way. And I'm like, wow, I just wasted $20 on a thing that doesn't work. Oh, man, I, I was a dumb kid. <laughs> I mean, you're how old were you during this? <laughs> I think probably around 13, maybe 12. 
I'm like, I didn't know, man. I was all alone at a toy store. Uh, man, I, I was dumb. I mean, whatever year Ben 10 came out, because that was the year. And I'm like, I want to turn into Exhilarate. Oh, that's my favorite alien. I'm like, nope, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get super speed, but need to say the less. Uh, it's crazy. What? I mean, oh, go ahead. I thought that if I wave my uh, arm fast enough, I would just fly. So. Oh man! All right, I don't know. I don't know which one's worse. You decide in the comments. But I want to leave. I I want to leave it at this. Who, Monica? And this could be yourself, but I I want the people to know because I truly think having support really defines a person. Who is your biggest motivation? If you had one, or maybe more accepting when you came out as trans and began the process, who was your biggest supporter? Uh, besides myself, obviously. Oh. <laughs> I'd be like, you fucking weren't it. <laughs> uh, but I'm just curious. I'm just curious. No, that is... So... Uh, the first person that comes to mind... Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna avoid giving out their name just for their. No, you could you could say a friend or a family member, whatever they are. But I had a friend that I talked to, and at the time they were identifying as a lesbian. Mm -hmm. Uh. And they said, and so I came out to them saying, "Hey, I think I'm transgender. I'm not for sure though." Mm -hmm. Uh. And they helped me so much figure out my sexuality, mm -hmm. figure out my gender identity, mm -hmm. uh, was willing to be as flexible as I was asking because uh, I wasn't ready. They were, I think, the first person that I'd come out to other than my parents. Mm -hmm. And needless to say, I was very concerned about how it was going to turn out. You were very curious or scared? I was, like, I was scared, yeah, because I had come out to my parents and they were like, uh, when I first discovered I was transgender, I had come out to my parents mm -hmm. and they had, their reaction was kind of crap. Oh, I bet. I, I bet. Um, and by all means, if you want to dive in detail how it was crap, I'm I'm sure a lot of people are experiencing the same thing. P uh, parents sh shooting them down, saying no, you're not. You know, you 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 are the only person to know what you are. Point blank, you're the only person how to know what you are, feel, etc. But if you want to dive uh, divulge in, by all means, because it's the, it's one of the most common problems that a lot of Trans people have, gay, lesbian, everything. So, by all means, if you want to, or if not, uh, talk about yeah, more I'll, of your motiv motivation. Yeah, I'll do the, uh, like, the face of it, more or less, so I don't get distracted. <laughs> um, but came out to my mom, and she knew that... So at this point, I had been fairly comfortable identifying as a cross-dresser for probably a couple years. Mm -hmm. Like one, maybe two years. Mm -hmm. And my dad and I have had 
like conflict even outside of my uh gender nonconformity. Oh, I bet, you know. And and my mom knew that I wasn't that comfortable talking to my dad, mm-hmm. especially about this type of stuff. But I asked her to if I could talk with her and I came out to her as transgender, saying, Hey mom, I think I might be trans. Uh that doesn't that being said, I don't know what's I'm not ready to make any decisions yet. I don't know what I want to call myself. I don't know what pronouns I want, but I think I might be transgender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I found out within 24 hours that my dad had figured out. Oh, yeah. I mean, parents are stupid. And when you've only ever come out to one person, it's easy to figure out who that person was. Oh, absolutely. But isn't it the first person, the hardest person? And then after that, it could become easier and easier? I would... Or is it still consistently hard? At this point, I have no issue. Okay, I was going to say, you know you're on a podcast. I mean... (laughs) I mean, I had my name legally changed in June. Yeah, I mean... yeah. And I fought my school saying, no, my name needs to be Monica. Mm-hmm. Fix it now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it was, it did eventually get easier, mm-hmm. but it probably because of my experience coming out to my parents, it was, it was the first three or four or so, I'd say got harder with each one. Really? Wow. And I think it was... Part of it, I think it was the anticipation. I I really do think part of it was the anticipation. On how they're going to react? Yes. Interesting. Because I I always put it as, no matter what, your parents are still your parents. You could lose friends just like that in a snap of a finger. So they're either going to accept you or you're not. That's how my brain is, though. You know, if if you don't if you don't accept it, fuck off. But I, I understand people don't want to lose friends, but that's just my mindset. Yeah. Um, so your best friend was your biggest motivation. Any other, any other ones? Because uh, I I mean you you had a you you are like your biggest supporter, and like like I said, that's why I admire you because you. You want to go on this journey, and you knew it too. You're, you know, you're just like, ah, I don't feel comfortable in my skin. Uh, I want to change this. I want to feel comfortable in my skin. Did I hit it on the nail on the head? Basically, yeah. Now, wh- the last question before we we roll it up, we have five minutes or so. Is personally, do you uh, do you, has besides your physical form? Do you think your mindset has changed your attitude uh, going through this process? I know that's a uh, hard question, but I'm just curious. Yeah, it, it's an awkward question, but I think I can respond to it. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, one of the hardest obstacles of transitioning, I would say, is the social transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so that's in fact i would say that is the hardest part of transitioning because you go from a facade that you've had on for for so many years mm -hmm. and then you suddenly change it yeah you're just like this is me now um fortunately when i was socially transitioning my workplace was very nice about it and very helpful about it and which is amazing by the way uh, very rare which is ironic for a walmart yeah hey uh no i i've seen crazy <laughs> I've, I've seen some crazy shit at walmart especially the employees I don't that's give... a story for another day yeah tune in next week for stories about walmart but um no i digress um but eventually i had uh gotten a few pairs of uh of leggings mm -hmm. and i think actually and so th at that point i had started uh transitioning or dressing more feminine with my friends oh can't, coming out of your shell i got you yeah but i couldn't go to work dressed feminine unless i had a dress on or i had uh I had a dress on or a skirt that went past the knee, or oh. I had uh, jeans on. Interesting. I didn't know so that. So I couldn't, I couldn't wear leggings. Which is a shame. Leggings are um, the best thing on the planet. They are. <laughs> um, I didn't expect that comment. <laughs> okay. But, so the only thing that you really saw change in during this transition was the way that you dressed? Yeah, so... So no mindset changes at all? So part of the... It sort of fed each other, really. Mm, okay. One day, I think I was like... I th I think I had just... I think I would realized that I had a set of clothes that were appropriate for work, and I was like... I... On my name tag, it says Monica already. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to dress feminine and see how it works. Mm -hmm. And I think at this point, I had also just gotten a wig. Oh, whoa. Really? So I was... You were, so with that You were dived right in. I was like, I think I can go to work appearing fairly feminine. Damn, I give you credit. And... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I, I was just going to say, it, amazed, it amazes me more and more how your journey... Because you, you basically said, fuck it. I, I'm in it to win it, basically. Like, I had set a goal for me that I wanted to... Um, by the time I was, I, like, out of the closet... Mm -hmm. uh, this was 2020. Mm -hmm. So it was during peak COVID. Awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and I wanted a goal for me to be able to go into my, go into school, be able to identify as Monica. And being your true self. Yes. I had set a goal for me that I wanted to be able to have a homecoming and prom as Monica. Damn. 
we'll, uh, we'll talk about school another episode. Not that it's happened. Well, I never went to because of to extra prom. other factors. Oh boy. So, uh, what, we could go a little long. Uh, we'll go five more minutes and, or yeah, or so. Uh, what? This is the serious last question. This is okay. this, this is the serious last question because I, I talked about this as well. I I personally believe everybody should have goals. You know, yeah. lo- a short term and a long term. For your process, what was the time frame that you put yourself on and what was the goal? And do you still have a goal with your current process or transition? Yeah, so my goal was, uh, again, when I first started socially transitioning was for me to be able to go to school comfortable as Monica Mm -hmm. and for me to be able to... uh, and for me to be able to go to homecoming or and or prom as Monica, mm-hmm. uh, I can say that I did one of those and I couldn't do the other because of school. Uh, Fair enough. And after that, uh, I realize I realized that I I am a goal oriented person. Same so here. once I had met that goal, I was trying to figure out what's the next step in the transition. Which is? Uh, and so my look at it was uh, get started on hormones. And I had gotten on hormone blockers, and I think it was March, if I'm not mistaken. March or April. I The actual month is leaving my mind but it was in a early 2021 gotcha um and once i got my hormone blockers i basically said that that goal was done Mm -hmm. and i made my next goal my name change damn and you knocked it all and i finished that in uh in june now my next goal, I quite frankly d- uh, don't know. It is finished kn- college. Uh, as an as an education goal, yes. Mm-hmm. But as a transition goal, uh, my long term goal is to be able to get uh, is to be able to get uh, is for me to. For me to be able to get bottom surgery i like how you i like how you said you, you you're like how could i phrase this <laughs> oh okay, I, no no no, it's fine it's fine i, I love it I, now uh, as for short-term goals i mm-hmm. uh uh one of my short-term goals is for me to work on my voice more make it sound enough. more feminine like this hi how's it going perfect uh, it's gotten, it has gotten more androgynous mm-hmm. since uh, I started socially transitioning. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Who knows? Maybe the next time you'll be on the podcast, you'll work it out. You never know. Only time Who will knows? tell. But uh, we, uh, time is coming up, unfortunately. We did go a little over, but that's okay. 
I'm sorry to put it to a sudden stop. I'm sure. Oh, it's okay. I was basically wrapped up anyway. I, I'm I'm sure you'll be on again because uh, we we did cover some hard deep topics. I mean, I I just want to say, uh, make sure you feel comfortable in your own skin. You know, it may take some time, but have an idea, work on yourself, and if other people don't accept you in your life, fuck them. Not not like that, but just push them away. You don't need that toxicity. It's eventually going to happen, but find the support that you need, and there's tons of outlets out there. And without further ado, uh, the wonderful Monica, you could find her at, you could find her at her YouTube, which is... Uh, Major Yoshi, and same goes for Twitch. Twitch.tv, Major Yoshi, that, that'll be in the description down below. And if you want her coming back, because I'm sure this is a very deep topic and does affect a lot of people, uh, please do uh, send me an email at Mr. Uh, Joe Wild at yahoo.com. And it, it truly was a pleasure, Monica. Uh, for me putting you on the spot, I feel like it did sound good. I, I, Thank I, you for having me. <laughs> oh, it's been an honor. But without further ado, is there any last things that you would like to say before we end the and the podcast uh not that i can think of but guys just know if you uh if you are having a hard time with your transition uh i've met several people here at college who have said uh them going to college was the best thing they could have done for them uh for transitioning and mm -hmm. while some of you may be in college or after college, uh, I don't know where you all are in your life, but sometimes the uh, opportunity will the opportunity will come to you. You just need to be ready for it. Got it. Got it. That that is that that's your last statement. You want to go out on? Yes. Nice. All right, that's the last statement she wants to go out on. This has been the Wild Cabin Podcast. I hope you're happy because you made me happy. Take care, and I'll see you all very soon. Bye-bye.